0: hello what up this is samantha i'm with cyber groove agency we represent bass music including drum and bass and dubstep wow 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 um this is the bass box podcast this is my second or third time recording. The last time I recorded, it was a while ago, and nothing is relevant anymore. A few things are, but we will go over them. Uh, you can add our socials. On Facebook, we are CG Agency. On Insta, we are Cyber Groove AM. Twitter, we are CG Agency. And... If you like what you hear, please smash that like and subscribe button. And if you don't, then let us know uh, what you would want to hear instead of me blabbering on about Dubstep. Just kidding, we won't take any suggestions because that's what this podcast is about. So, let's jump into it. Uh, at the end of this podcast, you will hear an interview from our top dubstep agent, Chelsea. We recorded a couple weeks ago. She was a little nervous, but I think she did great. Um, first, I will be talking about a couple of uh, current events. Hot take. Should live streaming be integrated moving forward, even when events open back up? Question mark? Um, I've thought this for a couple of weeks, although I have not been... I'm so live streamed out right now. I... I missed a Martin Brothers drum and bass set uh, two nights ago, I think. But I've been taking melatonin for the first time in my life, and I just pass out like a baby at 10 p.m., so... Um, But I don't know when I'm sitting here by myself like I don't think that I want to watch live streams. If I want to be live streaming, it's either when somebody's here and we're watching like a stream that or like a friend that I'm all active in the chat or uh, usually it's when I'm drinking. I usually don't want to like just sit and stare at a live stream. Currently, because we've been watching live streams for six months, but like these big ass live stream events, I think that we should pay for them. Um, It would help the artists. It would help the promoting companies. Uh, We watch pay-per-view. How much do we spend on fights like boxing matches, UFC fights? We're paying to stream other things. So I don't know. Could be some we could I could be on to something um, just a thought that I had uh, additionally I was reading some articles today and it said that um, as we all know Noisia is planning on splitting but it looks like um, one of the members or even both of them I think are starting their solo projects uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. I would assume it's these, T-H-Y-S. Otherwise, I would say thighs, but we're probably not talking about thick thighs here. Um, he dropped or uh, a released a tune called Unmoved Mover. And then there's some banter on Twitter with Skrilly, so there's a suspected collab with these and Skrillix. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that and see what's going down. Um, the last podcast that I recorded, I discussed underground events, uh, and that has become a huge thing now. It's funny listening to what I was talking about. I said I didn't really know how I felt about that, but if all of our clubs are shutting down because they're not making any revenue, we're not going to have places to party when we do open back up. I feel like it might be like a full circle underground rave type shit, um, even when we open up, except for perhaps like some bars that do serve alcohol, but... I mean, personally, here in Phoenix, a lot of the bars that do have shows don't serve food or like big like venues, they're just a warehouse with alcohol that they serve. And I don't know, it's been probably a month since um, Phoenix or Arizona's dusty ass has served alcohol um, in non-food establishments, so... I don't know, it should be interesting to see where things uh start up again. One of my good friends mentioned to me that he thought but he's always he's always a hater, so he mentioned to me he's like, Oh no, this this shit our whole our whole music scene's just done for. Um I don't necessarily believe that. I think that there's a lot more die hard uh fanatics or um, people that really appreciate the music and the camaraderie of the different various genres and shows that go on in in our lives. So, any thoughts on that? Uh, I personally have been a prisoner of the TikTok app. And... I found this. I stumbled, of course I'm on rave TikTok. I stumbled across this page that sh- highlights a bunch of shows and it's obviously usually like a build up and a drop in I was just watching this one with Gasly and it was from his perspective looking onto the crowd and of course the production was amazing. And then the drop happened and chills just went through my whole body um, and I got goosebumps. So I don't know. I, I sit here and think like how the uh, extroverted Samantha is turned into introverted Samantha. But at the same time, I, I stopped kind of going to festivals just in my older age anyway. But at the same time, I still have lots of love for loud bass music and hugging friends. So, um, another thing, which is something that really grinds my gears about TikTok is I've been seeing these people on my For You page that are literally standing in front of CDJs and a mixer or in front of a controller and they're mixing one track into another track and this is such a fucking i'm such i need to humble myself down um but this is such a pet peeve to me the the person mixes the track into the next track and like this these tiktokers just go absolutely insane like one of them i saw say hey can you upload this on spotify I'm sitting here thinking like these are two different tracks they just used equipment to mix the two tracks and this person has like 65,000 likes on their on their post um it's just people being naive and not understanding how the equipment works which I shouldn't hate on them so much but it just bothers me uh to the 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 person the DJ that responded to that she said <laughs> Rez has a Halloween mix that she dropped last year. If you want to listen to something spooky that's like electronic music, basically saying, like, I did not produce this track. This is two tracks that I'm just mixing together. Um, A lot of people are also recording mashups that they're doing. Um, That is creative. They deserve a little props on that. Um, But, I mean... Just just putting two tracks together, producing, I don't even know if that's even production, it's not, because it's not creating something new, um, mixing, making a mashup. I, I absolutely love, like, uh, Ludacrist and, shit, what was that other, Girl Talk? Yeah, Girl Talk, but, um, I don't know, just some thoughts I had about TikTok and the people that just don't really know what they're TikToking about because they're normies makes me laugh. Um, my last thing to discuss is parking lot parties. We were having a bunch in Phoenix. They look dope. Me as a 35-year-old looks at those, like, little sectioned off areas, and I'm like, uh, that looks like heaven. That's my own little VIP area of happiness. Um, definitely would be kind of a bummer not to see your friends, uh, other than the friends that you have. But besides that, <clears throat> if there was actually a good lineup that I saw that I was interested in, I would... Probably attend for sure, grab myself a designated driver and um, have a VIP party in the middle of a lot. Uh, I, I am curious about sound, I haven't heard many people complain about sound. I've heard, there was a show in LA that I watched this vlog about and they mentioned that the sound was only at the stage but with the shows that were being thrown in Phoenix, uh, they had put speakers, from what I understand, throughout the the lot of where the audience was sitting, so, or placed with their cars. Um, so we haven't seen one in a while. Uh, they were popping off, but then uh, Arizona just went to shit with COVID infections. And so here we, here we are. Let me take a look and see what we have in Cybergroove news. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so, first off, we have hired some new junior agent, agents, agents, which is exciting. Um, this means that Samantha, uh, as the social media, I don't even know what the hell my title is but um, I have been moved over to work with Chelsea on dubstep only so that's exciting I have a more targeted set of artists to follow and share their information with you Um, I've been helping out with getting our cyber groove radio sessions which is a mix series it uh, basically features Anybody that submits a mix that we deem good enough to post onto our page, um, it features them, and we promote them. So it's a win-win for them and us, and uh, it's exciting. If you guys want to submit a mix, send me an email. Um, It is samantha at cybergrooveprod.com. Prod, pro Right now, our emails are a little wonky. Um, so if you don't hear back from me, send me an email at, or actually just send me an email at both of these email addresses. The next one is Sammy, S-A-M-I, Elise, A-L-Y-S-E, at gmail.com. Oh, shit. Did I even say Gmail earlier? No. It was CyberGroove Prod. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. I'm really proud of my girl, Brie. She just dropped her mix on the 20th following her birthday. So that's exciting. Uh, She, if you don't know, she has been coming up in the Phoenix scene. She is part of a duo, a 6X, I think is how they say it. Uh, So, check that out. You can find that at cybergrooveam.com backslash news backslash. Also, from Phoenix, I didn't know if I mentioned Brie was from Phoenix, but she is. Um, Also, from Phoenix, there is Ms. Lavender, who brought us some drum and bass. So, that is dope. Hers was droppityed on what the hell is going on the 20th as well so both these fine ladies have been featured dope 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 next i don't really know what's next that's it i guess for me chit-chatting your ear off um if you have any comments or any thing to say to me spare it just kidding. Uh, leave a comment. And we will go ahead and jump into the interview with Miss Chelsea Carrington. Um, if you have any interest in our 2021 roster, I don't fucking know what's even going on right now. I <laughs> just. Should I even give you the booking email address? I don't know. Um, Our booking email address is booking at cybergrooveam.com. Not sure when you're going to need that, but if you ever need it, here it is. Uh, I would also encourage you to check out our roster and follow all of our artists. There's a lot of them. 64 of them to be exact. One thing I did see, I'm not sure if I should even mention this, but I saw that Chrissy Chris, he's been very quiet throughout quarantine, but I saw that he is doing a live stream. So I'm going to actually try and probably tune in for that this weekend. Let me freaking find out when it is. I don't even know if this podcast is going to drop before then, but who knows, perhaps. Thanks, Facebook crazy crayons. Uh he said it was going to be Saturday which is probably timed in the UK I don't I can't find it you're just going to have to find it maybe I lied maybe it was last weekend <laughs> July no I don't know figure it out alright bye Here's me and Chelsea's interview. Peace out. All right. Okay. So um, our first guest is Chelsea. Uh, Miss Chelsea is our main agent for our dubstep artists. Um, She's also my behind the scenes woman for this podcast. Um, Hello. Hello, Chelsea. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Good. Um, So I started working for a cyber group back in August of last year, and uh, Chelsea, Brandy, Emily, and I all have a group chat. We we chat about all of the things all day long. Um, So we've (laughs) built a very strong and close relationship. It's almost been a year since we've been friends, so that's kind of cool. Wow,
1: that is really cool.
0: Yes. That's Um, really cool. So, Chelsea lives here in Chandler, or the Phoenix area. She I is do. currently in between a move, so um, I, best, I bet that's really fun and stressful. It's a <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, bit stressful, but we're
0: getting through it. Awesome. You're not from here originally, though, so um, tell us about yourself, where you're from, um, how I, you got to Phoenix, things of that nature.
1: Uh, <laughs> how long I want to stay. No, just joking. Um <laughs> So, I am from San Diego. I was born there. Not going to say how many years ago, but enough. Um, this is the first place that I've lived outside of San Diego and the culture and weather shock, but I'm getting through it. And I, it is starting to grow me, Arizona, and the uh, people are actually starting to vibe with. So, cool. Here I um, am I'll- in the desert. <laughs> How long ago did you move here? Um, actually, in August, it'll be two years. So, awesome. A lot, of, so yeah, you- a lot of anniversaries in August. It's, yeah, <laughs> your anniversary
0: of coming to Arizona and your anniversary of meeting me. How, how special. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I, I was looking at your Facebook, and I saw that you've been working for Cybergroove since 2016. So did you start when you were out there in San Diego?
1: I did. So I have been in the music scene for quite some time, a couple of different decades, um, and I was working for a record label. And the people on the record label did not have an agent. So I started seeking out different agencies that are on the dubstep-based side of things. Um, about 2015, late 2015, I came across Cyber Groove. I started researching them. I started reaching out to the owner. I started listening to his podcast. He has a book out there that I started reading. And just kept in contact with them and built built a relationship up with him. So at EDC, I set up a meeting with him at the bass pod. And <laughs> I know. And I remember. Zombran- um, <laughs> right? And I remember Zomboy was playing, and we had a few minutes to chat. And I just basically introduced myself and said that I would like an opportunity to speak with him um, over the phone in a, a more formal setting. Um, so he agreed to that. And uh, basically on our first call, it veered from me trying to get artists that I'm working with on the team to him offering me a job as a junior agent. Uh, I said yes, because it's very interesting. I have always wanted to work as an a- in an agency. So I started that, a couple months into that, I saw that we were lacking in the bass and dubstep departments, so I said, can I please run with that, see where it takes us, and about three years almost later, um, we are where we are, so yeah, it worked out really good.
0: Awesome, that's really
1: cool, um, a lot of Cyber Groove's artists
0: are more in like the drum and bass realm, so that's really neat that you mm-hmm. had an influence in um, building and starting the base scene. Um, yeah, it's been Area cool. of Cybergroove.
1: We have some good cool. artists and have some other good artists coming on board and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the direction that it's taken. Cool, um, what can we expect
0: forthcoming from you um, as an agent for um, Cybergroove,
1: as an agency? Um, as of now, uh, realistically what's going on on our planet Um, it doesn't look like we're gonna get back to shows and and touring shows until about spring of 2021 Uh, so we can look forward to that Um, in the meantime um, you know our guys are playing live streams they are putting out uh, music on some of the top labels in addition to that, uh, me and my counter agent who, Emily, who works on the dub, uh, excuse me, drum and bass side, we started a series to release mixes and we opened it up to everybody, even people outside of the agency, um, give them an opportunity to share their music, share their mix, get a little promotion going during, during the time when really not a lot is going on with our industry.
0: That's really cool. Um, a lot of a lot of local DJs or bedroom DJs—that's kind of how they get their start—is just kind of being given the opportunity to put something out there mm-hmm. into the masses, and um, so that's really neat that you're you're giving the opportunity to those yeah, those we, DJs that might not have the opportunity otherwise, especially exactly. during quarantine.
1: And we want to make sure everybody knows that this—you know—the industry as a whole, at least from our perspective, is a giant team and. During these times, you just kind of have to band together and, and share what we can, especially when yeah. it comes to music. Absolutely. Um, so uh,
0: since you have been a, a experienced um, agent for quite a while, uh, what would some advice be to a new artist that is looking for an agent or someone that's trying to you know, get their foot in the door?
1: A couple different things. Um, One thing is, as an artist with your projects, continuously working on your brand. And that means different things to different people, but always continuously to keep your brand up front, engage with your fans. That's going to be the number one thing. You also have to understand, as artists, that an agent is not going to make your career. They enhance your career. So as an agent, I look for artists who are already doing well, who want to take it to that next step. And we have this um, synchronicity that we just help each other out on their path on their project. Another thing that's kind of funny that I can't believe I have to share this advice is if you do approach an agency, make sure they're the rep- they represent your genre, um, I've had people reach out to me on different genres, and that's not who I am. That's not what our agency is about. Nor do we have the capacity um, to maybe help them because there are different promoters, there are different scenes within the EDM music. So absolutely, just keep yeah, <laughs> just keep working on what makes you unique. Unique. What sets you apart. And don't be shy that if an art, excuse me, an agent doesn't get back to you, reach out to them again, build that relationship. That relationship is going to further yourself more than, you know, than just a, Hey, will you look at my EPK? Oh, you didn't answer me. Okay. Move on. Got to build these relationships. Yeah. Sounds
0: like kind of like consistency is key. Being consistent and marketing your own self, your own, um, your own mixes um your own art your own tracks uh things of that nature and then trusting the process um just trusting that you know trusting um, the
1: process
0: yes your agent is out there and they're on your team and cool um yeah. what got you into electronic music or more specifically dubstep and when
1: well I'm a recent dubstep baby, so to speak. Um, back in 2001 is when I got into the music scene. Um, luck had it that I just happened to fall into the conversation with a club promoter who was looking for um, someone to help them out administratively. I fell into that role, worked my way different ways. In San Diego, ran a couple different things myself, or a couple were a part of a couple different other um, groups. Um, then it kind of transitioned um, from I was involved with a couple DJs from Florida, and it was right when the breaks genre was kind of becoming into the dubstep genre, meaning a lot of the breaks DJs transferred over into dubstep. I so remember I was that right transition. There. Yeah. <laughs> it was only a couple years ago, really. So I kind of got involved with that. That's when I started working on the label. Um, and I believe it was 2015. Um, I was, went to a show in LA and I saw Bear Grylls. And I was just really amazed, A, on his personality behind the decks um, and how the crowd vibed with him and that just kind of opened myself, me up to hearing the music more and then just getting myself kind of more wrapped up into it. And now it's like second nature and feels like I've been doing it forever. Cool. It's really cool how we, when you're introduced into the
0: EDM scene or electronic music, um, a lot of the time, like your friend is like, this is what I like, but then you create your own personality and what you mm-hmm. prefer- your your preferences. So um, even yeah. though it took you a while, it's really neat that you became so passionate towards dubstep, even though, you know, that's not really what you were dabbling in most of the time that you were, yeah. you know, involved into in the scene. Cool. Um, what is your favorite aspect of the scene? Um. What do you like about being in it? Why do you like going to shows? Why do
1: you um, like being me, around? It's, <laughs> I like being here. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's the business sense. I really enjoy talking to other like-minded people, um, promoters, um, label managers, uh, artist managers and such on the business side of things and helping the artists. Pr- Project move forward. That gives me a lot of sense of gratification. That satisfies me, you know, on many different levels. And since I'm kind of behind the scenes, I really enjoy that the contracts that we send out, the negotiation, um, even working with the writers to make sure that when the artist does go travel, they are taken care of. So kind of all that bunched together is where my forte is. And I just, I enjoy that part of it.
0: Cool. Um, So I'm going to move it into a couple of just random questions. Uh, All right. Since we got, we took care of a lot of the business sorts. Um, Any quarantine Netflix binge-worthy recommendations that you have? Hmm...
1: Um I'm gonna say Ozark, absolutely. Yes. Uh Shits Creek, for sure. I've seen Beds a couple of me. those
0: episodes.
1: Just a couple? Yeah. Uh, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta get into it. After the first season, it does get really, really, really funny. So it was like go- really extra. So I was like, wow, <laughs> it's really is extra. Very extra. <laughs> it is very extra um dead to me is really good uh yes. there's only two seasons out that one's really good and then um i do like uh rupaul's drag race there's mm-hmm. so many different like seasons on there and i just love watching everyone be fabulous and and do their stuff yes cool
0: um do you have any other hobbies what other hobby oh i know i know something you do you play soccer
1: i do i do yes. um i Mm-hmm. haven't in a while and it's killing me. But um, I was on a traveling team in San Diego, meaning we would travel uh, just to different areas, uh, Phoenix being one of them, Las Vegas being another one, and play in tournaments. And the team that I was traveling with was based here out of Chandler. So when I moved here a couple years ago, I was like, hey, now I'm going to be on your team regularly. So it's a lot of fun. It's a cult. It's such a shock to play soccer in 100-degree weather. Yeah, I bet it is. (laughs) It's it's a pretty, yeah, it's pretty shocking, but it's a lot of fun. Um, Hopefully, things will get back to playing sports in September. That's kind of the goal that our league has told us. So, yeah, I enjoy playing soccer. Cool. Um,
0: If you can go to any festival, what is your dream festival? And I think I know what
1: it might be, but I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, you think you know? I don't know. Um, Electric Zoo in New York.
0: Cool. Have you been to Lost <laughs> Lands?
1: I have not. Um, I know that, w- that should have been the answer, right? I've been to Couchlands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me, same. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um, Lost Lands is definitely on on the list um, it'll probably it's probably being pushed back a couple more years for me to go at least um, but we will see. Uh, for some reason Electric Zoo just every time I would hear any set that came out of that festival it just really made me get up and feel really good and dance and the fact that it's in New York I'm sold. Cool. I just stepped away from my computer,
0: so let me go back there. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to pour me some more bubbly. Um, uh, What has been your personal biggest success, your biggest personal success? Not even just related to music, just you as a person. What are you proud of?
1: Um, I would say... It's probably happened in the last couple of years, um, moving away from a city that I was born and raised in to a place by myself. Is that your yeah. spritzer lot I'm hearing?
0: Yeah, I, I was
1: hoping you guys could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> clinky, and then clinky. on top of that, um, currently I'm getting my master's, so awesome. I will be done with that in March. So I'm putting myself through school um, and living out here on my own. So all that makes me pretty proud to be alive. Absolutely. That is definitely
0: some big things to be proud of. Um, I have to go back to the computer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What is something that you have gained from quarantine? A lot of us are losing things, so let's keep it positive. What
1: have you gained? Yeah, um, Weight. A new apartment. Yeah, oh, I'm just... Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Same. Um, I think, honestly, I've gained a real new appreciation on reaching out to people that I care about in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I am such a busy person. I'm constantly go, go, go. So four months ago when this happened, everything just stopped dead in their tracks but making sure that my friends are taken care of and they know that they are loved and people are thinking about them and reaching out to them i think that's the most thing that i've gained just a new sense of personal interaction and being kind to humans
0: yeah that's cool i think a lot of us have probably gained Mm -hmm. that same thing too
1: um do you have any
0: hidden talents or party tricks (laughs) no
1: (laughs) But there was this one person that used to give me an egg. Won't we talk about that? An egg. <laughs> remember you guys, you and, okay, let's, we'll get rid of that. Asking that question <laughs> Talk about it. I, I was referring to the egg that you and, um, um, I can't even remember your sister's name. This one's all fucked up. Yeah, Macy. Remember you guys gave me an Easter egg? We
0: gave you an Easter egg. Oh, yeah, the confetti egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. that, we're not going to ask
1: that question because they don't have a messy answers. weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, sure. a messy weekend. That was we're um, going to cancel. We're going to cancel a, that one out. That was a good talent of mine, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so moving forward. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to start wrapping up our interview. Um, we're going to hit you with a uh, kind of a more difficult topic right now. I okay. guess, um, there's a lot of cancel culture going down right now and it's kind of weird because it's, it's happening. I mean, it started happening in the end of 2019, but it's progressed. A lot of people are coming out with, um, just really awful stories about artists. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people are showing their true selves about Mm -hmm. um, BLM and not taking COVID seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any comments on that without putting you on the spot too much? Or, I mean, for for me personally, if you deserve to be canceled, then you deserve to be
1: canceled, right? I agree. I agree. (laughs) On the other... Spectrum, Um, I am scared to post stuff online because people's reactions right now are very volatile, and you don't know if somebody's going to read something incorrectly, respond incorrectly that someone else is going to read. Um, So I've just been trying to keep my posts, and I'm not a political poster, I'm not a very deep poster, but I have just... Yeah, just some of the stuff I'm like, ooh, I don't know if someone's going to react a way that I don't know how to combat that. So it's just, it's a scary time right now. I do agree that if you're a shitty person, bye. And unfortunately, there has been some very influential people in our music scene that has gone down that road. And it's sad to see. It's sad to hear about. Also, I'm glad that our culture pushes them away or, or cancels yeah. them, I guess. Or what they're it's okay called. with
0: opening up and, you know,
1: calling yes. them
0: out. Because, I don't know, me personally, back in, you know, the early 2000s, you just didn't talk about those things. So um, it's cool that we feel empowered okay and mm-hmm. empowered
1: to... Yeah, and I'm glad people, people feel like it. they have a voice and I want people to have a voice and just like everything there's going to be uh, critics on every side and I understand that um, but I hope that at the end everyone just kind of takes a look at it and knows we're a society that is not going to put up with bullshit anymore nor should we and let's take that moving forward and one of the greatest things that I learned when I was in music marketing, one rule that the instructor told us that I will live is to this day, just don't be a dick. <laughs> That's great advice.
0: <laughs> really good advice. Um, cool. Well, thanks so much for touching on that. I know it's Absolutely. a little sensitive, but might I know. as well add some tea or some passion to our conversation. Um, Absolutely. So are there any new artists on your roster? I know that you just signed a very beautiful woman, uh, yikes, <laughs> or anybody <laughs>
1: else that you just recently She's <laughs> <seen> um, on. <laughs> yeah, Camille, she, she is gorgeous. Uh, Divinity, so she is our most recent one. Um, very excited to have her, um, on the sense that she's get, She's our rhythm girl and rhythm cool. is a very small section of dubstep. I feel, and to have somebody with her energy and her outgoingness is really going to, um, you know, bring some good stuff, uh, to the agency. Um, she is also married to one of our artists, uh, barracks and cool. they just recently got married. So Congrats they have a couple them. thing, yeah. <laughs> they have a couple things in the works um, that we'll be announcing, you know, in the next couple of months. So I'm excited about that. We also just brought on Viscus. Uh, Viscus was is part of ID Management, and if anybody knows or follows us, we have three other artists on ID Management. So that is like our our sister slash brother uh, artist management company. So we're really happy to bring him on. He does a really good vibe, uh, real good bassy stuff. So that's exciting. Has a real good attitude, funny stuff online. So mm-hmm. good person. Um, as far as anything else that I can announce, I cannot. <laughs> However, there are some. <laughs> of course, <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> However, maybe by the time uh, this podcast gets <laughs> launched, <laughs> um, you know, there will be a couple uh, others on the team.
0: Cool. Well, my do- my dog is finally barking, um, but luckily we're act- actually at the end of the interview questions. So, um, if you could shout out your uh, socials, um, that way we can have the the people contact you if they're interested yeah. in booking any of your artists or things of that nature.
1: On Facebook, it's CGA Base. You just search that. You'll see our group. Uh, go ahead and join the group. You can email me at chelsea at com. So it's chelsea at cybergrooveprod.com. Or you can send me a text. Uh, my phone number is 619-755-1380.
0: Cool. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Chelsea, for starting this podcast with me. You're welcome. You're a great first guest. And I think <laughs> that you. we did fantastic. Um. If you guys want to follow our other main pages, our Facebook is CG Agency. Our Insta is Cyber AM, Twitter, is CG Agency. And if you like what you hear, like and subscribe to the podcast, we would love to hear any feedback you might have to make this experience and time we spend together heightened. Thanks so much again for listening and peace out.